0: What is the most dangerous enemy that we face in our lives? What is the most dangerous enemy that we face in our Christian faith? What is the most dangerous enemy that our children will face, the next generation will face? What is the most dangerous enemy that threatens our life now and our life in the generations ahead? Good morning, Christian America. Today on the podcast, as we focus on the family, we're going to talk about the most dangerous enemy that faces us each and every day and we'll continue to face it going forward in the future it's something that we're going to have to contend with and it's not going to go away easy but we're going to talk about it and we're going to find out what we can do to battle this enemy uh, and to live out our lives in the best manner that we know how and so with that let's get right down to it as we focus on the family good morning christian america So, good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American T-shirt company. Coming to you this Friday, and it's a glorious Friday morning out here in our nation's capital. Um, coming to you this Friday as we come to you every Friday, and we focus on the family. We focus on the next generation. We focus on uh, on the youth, those closest to us, those that we can most uh, heavily impact. And and it's at this core level, at this small nuclear level where we can make the biggest impacts where we can see the fruits of our labor right in front of our eyes with our children and our grandchildren and our nieces and our nephews and our brothers and our sisters it's the family that matters so much not only now but tomorrow and the next day and the next day and generations to come it's the next generation of Christian Americans that we need to raise right and in order to do that we're going to have to come to grips with some staunch truths. And we talked Monday about truth, about speaking truth, about Jesus being the truth, about Him being the the way we need to uh, live our lives in a manner that reaches out to Him, that trusts in Him, that guides towards Him and to spread His message around, to make believers of all nations. We talked about that uh, this past Monday So if you missed it um, And we'll, we'll kind of build on the idea of truth And what truth is And why it matters so much Today and we'll continue That will be a reoccurring theme uh, Because you can't talk about Christ Without talking about truth And truth is it's just so much more deeper Than simply you know, telling the truth And not being uh, dishonest But today we want to talk about The enemy that lurks The real enemy the 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 enemy that the the tool that satan uses against christ against christ's people against the christian americans that are uh that are trying to live their lives right and i'm going to try to be as honest as i can as we think through some of these things so i i I ask that you get get your bible out um that you pay attention you know jot some notes down think about some of these some of these things that we're going to talk about some of these topics because you're probably thinking to yourself when you think of the, the 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 most dangerous enemy that our children face the most dangerous enemy that we face you can think of you know the political structure the the governmental hierarchy the the stifling and discrimination of faith and religious practices and religious liberty you could probably think of the indoctrination of our children in public education. You could probably think about uh, the the blatant evils of the abortion industry who, that are that are wiping out millions of unborn children as we speak, and it have been for the last 40 years. There's a there's a, a, a large um, a, a bunch, of, bunch of ideas that may come to you uh, when you think about the, the, the largest most dangerous enemy that we face and obviously we think about Satan and his bad intentions and what he has for us and the people that work for him and uh, all of those things are true all of those things are 100% accurate those are all risks To the christian lifestyle to christian americans to their freedom to their safety to their happiness to their peacefulness towards anything that that we have uh, that we think that we want in in a a way that we want to live all of those things are truly a danger to that but nothing i repeat nothing is more dangerous to the to to the idea of a Christian nation, the idea of a Christian family, to the idea of a next generation of Christian Americans. More than you. More than me. It's the mirror that we need to walk towards and stare deeply at. Next time you're in the mirror, Next time you're brushing your teeth Next time you're combing your hair Next time you're standing Getting ready for work Next time you're getting ready for bed Whenever it is That you find yourself Looking in the mirror if you, if, you, uh, if you want to After this podcast is over Click on the camera on your phone Hit the button that turns the camera around So it looks at you Because you're the problem You're the most dangerous enemy that we have It's us Because it's us that won't do right. It's us that won't speak truth. It's us that won't follow commandments. It's us that won't treat our brothers and sisters as we treat ourselves. It's us that doesn't put our faith in Christ. It's us that doesn't live out God's will for us. It's us that doesn't trust Him. It's us that goes wayward. It's us that does wickedness. It's us that watches inappropriate TV. It's us that won't teach our children right. It's us that won't go to church. It's us that won't read scripture. It's us that won't memorize it. It's us that won't study it. It's us that won't meditate on it. It's us that let our temptations drive our way of being. It's us that lets our, you know, the the temptations of the flesh, that lets our flesh drive our thoughts and our actions. It's us that doesn't put in the time or the effort to be involved in our communities. It's us that doesn't have time to be involved in our children's education. It's us that doesn't have time to be involved in our political process. It's us that doesn't have time or the will or the strength or the knowledge. So we think to make an impact on each other's lives. It's us. That is the problem here, ladies and gentlemen. It's us that does the backbiting. It's us that does the gossiping. It's us that just won't be involved. It's you and it's I that struggles within ourselves. What do we do about that? There isn't anything that Christ can't handle there isn't anything that we can't overcome with Him there isn't anything that you haven't overcome with Him and the reason I know that without having known you is because you're watching this now When you're, if you're able to watch this now that means that you're breathing your eyes are open if you're watching this now, it means that you long for something more. That you're looking for something spiritual. That you're looking for something greater than yourself. You're looking for purpose and you're looking for meaning. But you probably can't overcome or you, you, you think that you can't overcome some potential catastrophe. But if you're able to sit here on your phone or on your computer or on your tablet or if you're just listening listening to this on on one of the podcast channels, that means that you've made it. That, That means that no matter what struggle that you faced, God has already pulled you out of it. If He's pulled you out of it before, that means He can pull you out of it again. And you have to have faith in that. But you don't. Because if you did, you wouldn't worry. If you did, you wouldn't stress. If you did, you wouldn't get angry. If you did, you wouldn't scratch and claw your way up the corporate ladder or for that promotion uh, at, at the office or to try to get whatever recognition that you seek, that your flesh seeks, whatever uh, prestigious position within the, within the church, within the clergy, within the organization. You're still fighting and you're still clawing. You're still backbiting and gossiping. You're still lying and you're cheating. You're still doing all those things that if you believed in God, if you believed in Christ, if you believed that it's our duty to praise Him and to seek Him, you wouldn't do all those things that you do and instead you would work towards him that you would give your life towards him that you would go out on a ledge for him that you would stand up strong in public for him that you would acknowledge him before others so that he would acknowledge you before his father in heaven that's Matthew 10:32 It's you who would speak truthfully as Paul calls us in Ephesians 4.25 to speak truthfully. But why does he say to speak truthfully? On 4.27 it says so that Satan does not have a stronghold or a foothold. It's so that you don't leave a foothold for Satan because that's what you do when you speak untruthfully you, 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 you uh, leave a gap in your morality you leave a gap in your consciousness you leave a gap in your armor in the armor of God that Paul calls us to wear you leave a, you, there's a chink in that armor when you don't speak truthfully there's a chink in that armor when you backbite on people when you gossip about people when you stab people behind the back when you betray your friends when you talk about people and they're not present when you turn your back on God When you turn your back on your brother. When you don't do as Christ commands you to do. When you don't show love. When you don't show compassion. And you don't teach the next generation the truth that you know to be truth. Or the truth that you say you believe is truth. And you don't get involved in the next generation. You don't teach the next generation these truths. You don't speak truthfully. There's a chink in your armor. There's a chink in your armor and and Satan uses that as a foothold. He uses it as a foothold to get inside. And when when he gets inside, he uses your urges. He uses your flesh against you. He uses it against you that you continue to do the things that Christ doesn't want you to do. And it just multiplies on itself and it keeps coming. And you start to go further and further away from Christ. You go further and further in the wrong direction. And pretty soon you're so lost that you think there's no return. And then that's another foothold. So not only has Satan got a foothold in driving you in the wrong direction... Once you realize what's happened, Satan makes you believe that you can't turn back. That you're too far gone. You're past the point of no return. You're irredeemable. He makes you believe that lie. And so what happens? You never try to come back. And if you never try to come back, you're the greatest enemy that we face. You're the greatest enemy that you face. You're your own worst enemy. You've heard that phrase. Where do you think that it comes from? It means that it's it's a phrase that means you do more harm to yourself than anyone could possibly do to you. If that doesn't describe this scenario that we see ourselves in, then nothing does. We are, you are, your own worst enemy we are our own worst enemy because when he has the foothold Satan will not let it go and he continues to attack and he continues to attack and he continues to attack and let's just pretend for a minute let's just say for a minute he doesn't have a foothold on you he's trying to get a foothold on your wife or your spouse He's trying to get a foothold on your children. He's trying to get a foothold on your brothers and sisters to your left and to your right. He's trying to get a foothold in your employer. He's trying to get a foothold in your landlord. He's trying to get a foothold in your teacher, in your child's teacher, in the superintendent, in your political uh, representatives, in the school board, uh, you name it. Satan is a multitasker. He doesn't just go after one person. He doesn't just go after one thing. He goes after it all. And He goes after everyone. And when He's got a foothold in you, and you feel like you can't turn back, not only are you your worst, your own worst enemy, but you're your family's own worst enemy. You're your community's own worst enemy. You're your church's own worst enemy. Because you sit there, and you don't try to improve community. You sit there and you don't get involved in your kids' education. You sit there and you don't walk out when the church is preaching the prosperity gospel or when the church is preaching something obviously against what scripture tells us. Now we can debate a lot of issues and a lot of issues have good arguments on the left side and the right side or whatever side of whatever argument but there are some clear cut cases nowadays where churches are blatantly and openly and, and, and enthusiastically preaching the opposite of what Christ says teaching the complete opposite of what scripture teaches it's in those churches that if you're still sitting there Because you don't want to be the guy to to cause problems Or to make waves You're your own worst enemy You're, You're the community's own worst enemy That's where we're at in 2019 It's imperative that you know that When you sit silent And you sit idly by While the world goes crazy around you That's a problem We can't be so secure in the fact that, well, I'm a Christian and I believe and that's all that needs to be, that's all I need to do. That's not good enough. And how do we know it's not good enough? Because it wasn't good enough when Christ said it wasn't good enough. Christ didn't tell the apostles to sit in a locked room and praise him until the day you die. That's not what he said. Christ didn't tell the apostles to go off and be secure in the fact that you saw me do what I did and now you'll see me go where I go and because of that be rejoiceful and live a long, healthy, happy life. Those words weren't uttered. He commanded us to go out and make believers of all nations. He commanded us to spread his word and his message. He commanded us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. He commanded us to stand strong in the faith and that the Holy Spirit would come down to give us strength. And that's what's happened. So if you have two arms and two legs and a mouth and two eyes and two ears, then you can see and you can hear and you can walk and you can speak on behalf of Him. Because if you don't, you're the, you are our worst enemy. You are your own worst enemy. You are the problem. You are going against God's commandment. And you are allowing others to perpetuate the same actions, or in this case, the same inactions. It's you who need to be involved in your kids' lives. It's you who need to be involved to the small detail. Who is teaching my children what? Who is showing my children what? What are my children watching on TV? What are they going to the movies? What are they listening on the radio? What music videos are they watching? Where, what internet websites are they going to? These are questions that you need to be involved in. And if you're not, you're ruining the next generation. You're ruining and endangering the next generation. You're endangering future Christian Americans. You're endangering this country that we've built on Christian American principles. This is a call to action. This website. This webpage has always been a call to action. If you're watching and if you're listening, it's time for you to step out of your comfort zone and you need to take your responsibilities as a Christian American. Your responsibilities, knowing what you know and believing what you believe and putting them into action. Because if you don't, you are the most dangerous enemy we face and with that ladies and gentlemen we hope that this weekend as you go into you know Saturday and Sunday and you spend some time with your families teach them teach them with action teach them with scripture do some family time do some activities together Pay attention to what they're doing and what they're involved in. And keep them away from anything inappropriate. Do not let people of this world, especially in 2019, in this world, dictate to you and your family what your children will or will not see or participate in. If it doesn't have Christian American values attached to it, don't be involved. Don't be involved. Don't send your kid. Don't buy their clothes. Don't attend their movies. Don't watch their TV shows. Whatever it is, if it doesn't have Christian American values, why are you paying attention to it? Why are you bringing it into your household? Why are you bringing it into your marriage, into your family? Because when Satan gets a foothold, he's not going to let it go. Ladies and gentlemen, here in the Christian American community, we, we don't ask for donations. We ask for participation. All of this is about participation. All of this is about spreading God's Word. It's about bringing Christ's message to the world, to this country. But we can't start at the country level. We have to start small. And that's with the family. Remember that this weekend. Remember this. As you head into the weekend, spend some quality time focusing on God, on His Word and His deeds and His example and what does He want from us, from you. What does he want? And let's focus on doing that. Reading some scripture. Going to church. Memorizing it. Studying it. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind everybody that if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, you can also go to ChristianAmericanTees.com And if you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com um, go there first of all and, if, and when you get there what you'll see is you'll see some premium Christian American apparel similar to the shirt that I got on right now, the t-shirt that I got on right now we got tees, tanks, sweats and hoodies and it's a little bit hot for sweats and hoodies but still the sweats and hoodies are great to just bum around the house in bum around the house, read some scripture listen to some podcasts in your Christian American sweatshirt or tank if you're going to the gym we have Christian American workout tanks if you're walking around outside, doing some yard work, whatever, wherever it is that you are, wherever it is that you're going, you can wear a Christian American tee that shows the world what you, place priori- what you prioritize in your life. That's Christ in America. And what could be wrong with that? What could be wrong with putting Christ at the forefront of your life and showing your love for this country? You can also contribute to the Christian American community by going to our YouTube channel, Good Morning Christian America, where you see this podcast. Go to that channel, Good Morning Christian America podcast channel, and subscribing to the podcast channel. It helps us out. Again, we're not looking for donations. We're looking for participation. Spread our channel and our Facebook page and our Twitter page and our Parlor page and our Instagram page. For all of you guys who follow it, share it. Share it to your friends. Share it to your families. Let's spread this message. What we need to put at the forefront of our lives are Christ in this country. And if we do that, we'll be better people for it. We'll have a better family for it. We'll have a better community for it, and eventually we'll have a better country because of it. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday, where we uh, bring you some inspiration for Praise Days Mondays. Um. You guys stay blessed. Stay on fire for Christ. Do the right thing. Do what's right. You know what's right. And how do we know? Because Scripture tells us so. Do what's right. Stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.